Absolutely great. So it is, can you believe it, one week till Christmas. Yes! <laughs> My wife's very excited about Christmas. If you've seen our house, it's lit up. We're having aircraft flying real light. And then they go, oh, no, that's the White House. And then they take off uh, again. But it's, it's, it's well lit up. Come and have a... Come and have a look at it. But uh, it is one week till Christmas. I feel it's insane. For me, this is like being, I, I, I don't know how it's felt for you. I'll just tell you how it's felt for me. It's felt like it's been the fastest and the slowest year all at the same time. It's just like, it's gone, vroom, and I can't believe it. I still feel like January's just over, and here we are in December. That's what it feels like uh, to me at this uh, time. And there's no doubt that life in New Zealand has changed in this year. Life in New Zealand has certainly changed. And so um, in this service, which is our last kind of in-person service of the uh, year, we will be doing online services over the Christmas uh, periods. Uh, so so uh, you don't miss out. But, but as I was thinking about what can I share this year, because this has been like a year like no uh, no other. It's certainly been different. And so as I've been thinking about, praying about, asking the Lord, what should I share? I felt myself drawn to a passage of Scripture in Philippians uh, chapter 4. And it's not a usual sort of Christmas passage. And I'm, in a way, I'm not really trying to make it Christmassy. I think it's just a word of the Lord uh, to us and for us uh, at this uh, time. But it's a passage that when you look at it, or certainly in the Bible version, I was uh, reading it from at the time, it's labeled as a final exhortation. A final, it's Paul, the Apostle Paul's writing, and he's writing a final exhortation. Exhortation just means encouragement. It's just, a, a fine, before I finish off this letter, here is a final encouragement for us. And because this is, I guess, the, the final in-person service of the year, I thought, what better way than to finish off with the very words the Apostle Paul used to encourage the believers them, uh, then, and I pray they encourage you as believers now. And so I, I literally thought, with this being our final service and with Christmas just around the corner, that let me use the same words as your pastor that the Apostle Paul used to exhort and encourage believers in Philippi. So I'm reading from Philippi chapter, Philippi, I'm, re, I'm not reading, I'm reading from Paraparaumu. But let me, let, let me just, uh, we're reading from Philippians chapter four, starting at verse one. It says, therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love, you whom I love and long for, you can, actually feel the warmth in, in, in Paul's address here. You can feel the warmth in his, in his address at this time. And I pray, we, I just want to tell you, Anita and I, we just love you. The staff and, and, and the people and the, everybody, the community of believers that are here, we just want to let you know, we, we too love you. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord, in this way. And of course, we have to ask the question, in what way? In what way should we stand firm? And he answers it in verse four. He says, here's how. Here's how you can stand firm. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Now, we've gone through some of this passage 
this year, but I felt clearly to come back here. Here's how. Here's how you can stand firm in the Lord, brothers and sisters, the ones whom he loves. Rejoice in the Lord. Listen, always. Everybody say always. always. Meaning there's never a time that we should not rejoice. It's not saying rejoice when, when only things are working out. It's not saying rejoice. No, rejoice in the Lord always. And then he says, just in case you haven't got it, I'll say it again. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. And then he says, let your gentleness be evident to all. Now, I just want to make it clear here. This is not meaning just be a softy. It's not saying be soft. No, no, it's talking about a temperament here. It's talking about a temperament. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Now, I'm thinking, especially in the days that we're living now where people are angry and people are mad, People are stomping tables and yelling at people. I want to tell you, as believers, come on, somebody, and give me some feedback. As believers, we need to make sure our gentleness is evident to all. If you're a husband, it should be evident to your wife. Okay, settle down. Settle down. Settle down. She was noisy in the last service also. I'm just, just telling you. But that, that should be evident in our uh, our, our life, if you're a wife, that means towards your husband. And all the husbands said, amen, amen. Thank you, Ian. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Let it be evident to your kids. I know things might be frustrating and things might be difficult and things might be hard, but let it be evident. Let the temperament of your life be evident to your kids, to your family, to your wife, to your, to your husband, to that person in the shop, to that person who's working hard. You don't know what they've gone through, but as believers, can I encourage us in this community, let our gentleness be evident to all, especially at Christmas. And then it says this, the Lord is near. I just I want to pause on that for a minute. The Lord is near. He's near. Because let me just say that, that's what Christmas is about. The fact that Christ comes near. The fact that God is here. He came. He is here. Matthew 1 verse 22 the, 22. the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. The Lord is near. And so as believers in these times, as believers, as followers of Christ, I think when we think about all that's going on, it's... it's, it's it's not so much yelling out and shouting out, you know, what, what's the world come to? Rather, we should go look what has come into the world. Christ has come. Emmanuel, God is with us. It's what Christmas is all about. Jesus, of course, we say is the reason... For the season, God is with us. The Lord, Paul, exhorts us, encourages us, reminds us. The Lord is near. And, and because he's near, it goes on to say, do not be anxious about anything. But what about, no, 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 about anything. But what about, but what about that? No, no, about anything. Anything in the Greek means anything. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation. You know what I love about this? There's no situation. Every situation's covered here. There's not one situation. There's not one thing. There's not one difficulty. There's not one problem. There's not one issue that is not covered by this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, whatever it is that you're facing, even right now, in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, need to be a thankful people. With prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request, those things that you're anxious about, those situations that you're worried about, as, as Helen did just before, presented a prayer and petition. Yeah. Present your request to God. And, 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 and as we do that, here's what will happen. Here's what Paul, the exhorter, here's what Paul, the apostle, says will happen as we, as we do that. He says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, transcends that situation that you're going yeah. Through, transcends all understanding. Listen, it will guard what? It will guard your hearts and your minds. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then Paul, the Apostle Paul wraps it up and he puts a bow on it when he goes on to say this. And I want to tell you, you need to underline this. You need to, if you've got a Bible app, you need to favorite this. You need to highlight it. You need to get those markers out and write under it because I want to tell you this is Bible gold right here. He says this. Finally, brothers and sisters, and we're going to remember we are brothers and sisters. We're part of a family here. We're part of a community of, of faith. That's not just nice words. We have to remember. All of us, all of our services, we are brothers and sisters. We are family. Finally, brothers and sisters, Whatever, in the King James, authorized King James version, I love the word, it uses, it uses the word whatsoever. But finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Everybody say think. Think about such things. What do you spend these days thinking about? I mean, let's face it, if we're honest, if we're, we're honest, there are so many things in these days, in the season that we're in, that we could be thinking about. So many things that could occupy our mind and our thoughts. What do you spend your time thinking about in these days? What things do you think about? I, I, I know if we're honest, we, we probably think about things that can, that can worry us, that can concern us, and if we're not careful, they will overwhelm us. But see, Paul's exhortation, Paul's encouragement to us is that we think about things that are good. It's not ignoring that which is happening around, but, but we should spend the, our time, our energy thinking about things that are good. 
In a New Living Translation, it puts it this way, Philippians 4 verse 8, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Think about those things. In the New King James Version, it puts it this way, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate, ponder, reflect, on those things. I mean, you, you could spend your time meditating, pondering, and thinking about lots of other things, but he's like, no, no, think on these things. And then there's the authorized King James Version, Philippians 4, verse 8. It says, whatsoever, whatsoever. Just try and find, it's like, almost like, grab it. You've got a good thought, grab it from anywhere. Whatsoever, just get it. Whatsoever things are of good report, think on these things. Think on these things. And there's no doubt that this is a challenge in our current environment. No doubt. Can I hear an amen on that one? It, is, it certainly is. It, it, it is a current, it is a challenge in our current environment. There's no doubt that this year has been a, a challenge. Some of you this week would have seen on the news the in Kentucky, a, a tornado took place or a series of tornadoes that literally devastated towns. And I, I, I was watching that going, man, I, I can't believe it. Just before, I mean, we've had this kind of year and now, hey, the tornado's just wiped out your house, wiped out your life. And it's, I mean, that's, that's a bad day in anybody's story. But a video surfaced and I'll put it on my Instagram maybe Later, so you can see it. Some of you might have seen it all already. And it's uh, someone just walking through their home in tornado or what is left of their beautiful family home in Kentucky. And as the person comes through the door, there's a man sitting at, in his, I guess, kitchen area of what was, you can tell it was a beautiful family home. And he's sitting at his grand piano worshiping Jesus. And as the camera pans around the, the, the whole lounge is in disarray and then it pans up and there's no roof on the house. The roof's just gone. I mean, it's just sky. Things have been destroyed. And as he's, he's there, he's worship. He's playing, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. And he's playing that. And I, I'm watching this and I'm, I, I'm seeing this. As, and, and, and as I'm looking at it, I, I, I'm going, this is kind of a picture of what the year feels like, at least for me. That's what the year kind of feels like. I'm trying to praise him in it, but sometimes it feels like the roof's gone. And maybe you're not feeling like that, but, but, but that's, I'm just saying that's how I feel. But maybe you are feeling like that. Maybe, maybe this year has been difficult for you. Maybe you got a diagnosis that you weren't expecting. You were called into the doctor and they gave you some news that you didn't want to hear. Maybe you've, you've lost somebody you love. Maybe someone close to you, you've lost somebody that you love. Maybe for, for others, you started the year with a job you loved and you've ended this year no longer employed. And the temptation is, the temptation is in, in the midst of such trials, troubles, and tribulations, it is all too easy to let those woes 
be where your focus goes. It's all too easy to let those woes, those trials, those troubles, it's all too easy to let those woes be where your focus goes. To go downhill, you don't have to pedal. You know, what stirred my heart as I watched this man in Kentucky worship and what was left of his beautiful family home. I thought if anyone had a right to be angry, he did. If anyone had a right to be frustrated, he did. If anyone had a right to be sad and mad, he did. I mean, he had much to uh, think about, but that was not where his focus went. I mean, he wasn't ignoring his problems. He wasn't ignoring them at all. He was sitting in the middle of them. It surrounded his life. He was sitting in the middle of it. But what did he do? He just chose. He chose to make praise his priority. He chose to make praise his priority, not his problem or his pain. Well, can I encourage us to hear these words of Paul and do the same? Uh, this is just Paul's exhortation to, uh, uh, to us in the midst of anything and every situation. Is that whatsoever things are of good report, think on these things. Spend your time thinking, pondering, meditating on these things things. Put your energy into those things, not, not in that which will pull you down. May praise your priority. Whatsoever things are of good report, think on these things. As Christmas approaches and the year comes to an end, this is not a traditional Christmas message. As Christmas approaches and the year comes to an end, as church, as a church, there's no doubt it has been a very challenging and difficult year on so many levels. Just being able to, just being able to freely do what we would normally do has been a challenge. But in saying that and with Paul's exhortation and encouragement, in mind, I'm saying to you this year, that's not how I want us at Connect Church. It's not how I want you to remember or think about the year. A few weeks ago, as I sat and began to think, ponder, reflect about the, about the year that's been, I, I found as I wrote, I began to write things down. I realized that there actually is so much to be thankful for. So much to be, so much to be thankful for. So much that is excellent and praiseworthy for us personally. That includes two snuggly, bugly grandchildren born, and Josiah and little Rosie. This year, for the church, as I wrote, I realized, wow, there's so many things that God has done in the course of this this year that I'm thankful for so many things that are excellent and praise 
worthy, so much that it's of good, good report, and it's so easy to forget that. But there is so much that should, we should give thanks for and so much that we should celebrate in this 2021. I mean, as I thought about it, just, just sitting down, writing things down, just, just again, in the middle of a pandemic, your generosity, your faithful support, your, your, your caring, and, and, and in fact, that, that we were able to just blown away by in the middle of a pandemic, receiving our biggest miracle offering ever. That was just blew me uh, blew me away. Turn to the person next to you and say, well done, well done. That was, that was amazing. That was, that was incredible. Come on, if we're going to clap, let's clap. I mean, it's just like, it was amazing. It was amazing. And so as I wrote things down, I was like, man, there are so uh, many things. But I thought rather than me telling you what those things were, we asked our amazing Claudette to put a snapshot together, a sort of wrap of the year to, to uh, just capture moments that we might have forgotten about, just some of the things that have happened over 2021. So how many would like to see that? Yeah. About three of you. I said, how many? Come on, I need to see. Are you ready? So again, at the end of it, let's just celebrate. But let's put, turn the music up loud, the video up loud, and let's just watch just some of the things, just to remind us of things that we can celebrate and be thankful for in 2021. Let's roll that film.
Connect Church, this is a massive thank you from Breezy and I for financially partnering with us at Global Gospel Movement. We love you guys, and we believe we're living in the greatest time of harvest ever. 2022, let's go. Amen, amen. We're bringing the flags back for 2022. Come on. And, and, uh, no, we're not. We are not. But look, there's so many other things that we can be thankful for. And I was standing at the back looking uh, around while they're doing my mic before uh, coming up and just looking at different ones who, who didn't know Jesus at the start of this year and who are now walking and faith and life in Him. You know, I think I, I think also, again, can I just say all the cute babies there? Everybody go, oh. There's another one to add because just yesterday, just yesterday, another baby was born in the life of the church. So church growth is expanding. And that that is, that, that's who, who, I, I need to find out who it is. Mark and Olivia, yes, Mark and Olivia, they've just become a part of the church maybe three months ago. They just had their baby yesterday. So we're already adding another baby to that. Love church growth. So you can have as many babies as you like, please. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, come on, 2022. Let's see. Yeah. But there's so many amazing things that have happened. And we've got some other stuff that we'll share in 2022 that's exciting. But, but again, just even things like the giving tree and just all the presents and stuff we've been able to buy for needy kids and stuff in our community. Thank you so much. We've also chucked in a couple of thousand dollars from the church funds as well to buy a whole lot of presents for, for kids to add to that, that tree. And uh, just helping some kids be able to celebrate Christmas and give them some presents that they can 
celebrate with. And speaking of Christmas presents, speaking of Christmas presents, we actually, just to put a bow on this service, a few weeks ago we mentioned that uh, we've been supporting now for many years the work of Tanika and, and the incredible stuff that Peter and Mary Carrington do. I don't know if they're here today, if you are here. I don't know if they can put your hand up somewhere. I don't know. There they are down there. Can we put our hands together for those guys? They do amazing work. Amazing work. Amazing work. Working with uh, Freedom Life Ministries, working with people uh, uh, in addiction and so on, and just doing an amazing work for many years, and we've been supporting them. But as you, uh, you know, they need a n- new uh, minibus. They need a new minibus because the one they have is, shall we say, terminal. It's, it's on its last legs or wheels. And so we set out about just a few weeks ago to, to get them a new minibus. And we, uh, we put aside as trustees $25,000 and from, from your generous giving and stuff over the year, we put aside $25,000. And then over the course of the next few weeks, different people gave different amounts. We, we saw another $15,000 come in and that took us to a total of $40,000. $40, so well done, well done. And so I wanna just say here today in this last service of the year I want to be able to say something nice and give a present and so we need a drum roll, give me a drum roll everybody come on so I can tell you now I can tell you now that we have purchased a what is it (laughs) we have purchased we have done the deal for 39,990 on a brand new, come on, LDV D80 11-seater minibus for that incredible work. Come on, let's celebrate that again. Amen. Now we were hoping to have it all outside here today and with a bow on it, but we just couldn't quite Get it, it's got to come down from Auckland, but it's arriving next week. And so Merry Christmas, Freedom Life Ministries, and all the team and all the work that you do. Merry, Merry Christmas. This Christmas, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And in this way, Paul says, in this way, you, we can stand firm in the Lord. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. And before we finish the service, I'm going to ask Anita to come and she's going to speak the blessing over over us as a church and then we're going to sing Feliz Navidad and I will dance and so will you. But But I just want to say this, just to remind us that we will be having services online uh, during the Christmas break that you can tune into. We want to give the staff a bit of a, a bit of a break. There's a photo booth also after the service to get those Christmas, Christmas photos. There will be treats out there as well.
that you can, Christmas treats that you can enjoy. And obviously the brass band is there, cafes open and whatever to hang for a little bit. But we want to just say, God bless you and thank you. Let's think on all that is good. No matter what's going on in our lives, let's think about all that is good and the good to come in the days ahead. Would you stand? Who wants to know the baby's name? Yeah. Yeah. So the baby's name is Alina Rosalie Deadford, 2.92 kilos. Just thought you'd want to know. I, I don't know why people talk about the weight, right? For me, the weight was nine months. That's what the weight was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't get the Okay, thank you, Connect Families, for your faithfulness, your dedication, your generous big heart. 2022, we will overcome this. Come on. One way, yes. Amen. Hey, you know, Adam mentioned that, uh, that song, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I just want to read the first chorus of it. It's, it goes like this. So during this Christmas season and as we enter 2022, let's remember, no matter what we go through in life, think about these words, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain, and then we have a lot of rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will pass away, but there's something about that beautiful name Jesus can you put your hands out and receive the blessing at this last service the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace amen church Hey, we love you. Have a great Christmas. We'll see you in 2022. All happy, shining bright, making Jesus famous. Yes? Amen. 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 So stay standing, and we're going to finish with Felice Navidad. Let's go. Turn to the Let's person go. next to you and say, I am ready to move. Come on, do it. Don't be shy. Come on.